Jesus said, or in, in uh, Luke chapter 18, it says, Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them how they should always pray and not give up. And he said in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. How many of you know people like that? It just, yeah, don't read, don't, we're not talking about people next to us. We're not talking about people we work with. But, but you know, there are just people who just, <laughs> James and I went fishing this last week. Um, I caught a crappie. He caught disappointment. But anyways, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but there are just people who just don't care. Don't care. And, and a person in authority who doesn't care, oh, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. You know, you go shopping and, and you know, you, you, something's wrong and you're trying to return it and you get the person who just doesn't care. I like to return Why? Whatever. You know, I want someone who cares. And, uh, and so we run into people who are in authority who don't care. But Jesus is trying to show us a picture. And there was this judge, this person who had authority, this person who had ability, who did not love God and did not care what people thought. And there was a widow in a town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. Jesus specifically said there is a widow. There is someone who has no one to protect her. You see, a widow at the time, in the time of Jesus, was something that was not always the best thing to be. Because it meant that you had no one to protect you. Even Jesus knew this. And when he was on the cross, he looked at John and says, hey, listen, this is your mother. Mother, this is your son. Take care of my mother. Because a widow is something that is, is looked upon as helpless. And here comes this woman who is already in need of protection, is already in need of, 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 a, of a God who, who will look out for her and a, and a community that will protect her and save her. She's already coming to this judge who neither loves God or cares what people think, and she's already at a, a, a situation where hope is not really something she is expecting. But she does say, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I do not fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. This widow was so persistent, so demanding, that she did not get discouraged because he wouldn't answer the door. How many of us honestly get discouraged because God doesn't answer the door? How many of us sometimes get discouraged because we think that God is not listening? God doesn't care what we think. God isn't even paying attention to me. And we get discouraged. We get frustrated. We get angry. We get upset. We get hurt. And we say, God, where are you? And we stand there at his door and say, God, you promised. And look at this place. You promised. And look at my life. You promised. And look at my situation. God, where are you? And here's this widow who's just at the door saying, please, I need your help. I need your help. And finally, the judge says, if I don't do something for this woman, she's going to bust down this door and whoop me good. And so the Lord says this. Listen to the unjust judge says. Listen to what the unjust judge says. And I think it's important to understand that Jesus is using this word to describe a judge, and also to compare it to who God is. The unjust judge. Who is God? He's the just judge. The unjust judge says 
And will not God, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Listen, Jesus says that God will bring about justice for his chosen one who cry out to him day and night. And will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will bring justice to them and he will do it quickly. Keep banging on the door. Keep banging on the door. Keep saying, God, please, you're the only one who is in a position to help me. You're the only one who can change my situation. You're the only one who can make it happen, God. God, I only can do so much. I only can build. I only can do what I can. I only can work with my hands. I only can use my skills to get income. I only can do so much, God, but I can't heal. I can't deliver. I can't save. I can't change, and I can't make miracles happen. It's only you. Keep banging on the door. Jesus did all of this. Why? So that we would understand that we should pray and not give up. That we should pray and not give up. And I want you to know that your God will not give up on you. So why in the world would you give up on God? Your God who loves you will not give up on you. So why in the world would you give up on God? How many times do we quit so early and we miss the miracle? How many times do we quit and we could could have just held in there just a little bit longer and God would have did something, but inside of us we want to quit because we just think we can't go on anymore. God's not going to give you things that you can't handle. And I know some of you are saying, well, God must think really highly of me because he's given me a whole lot I can't handle. He does think highly of you. And the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That when we partner with Jesus, all of a sudden, we become stronger in him. It's like this. It's like when I used to take my kids in a little trailer on the bike, you know, and I got my little dirt bike out there, and I would hook up the trailer, and I would pull them all around. Daddy, let's go more. Daddy, let's go more. And I'm a, huh, 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 you know, and I'm, I'm trying my hardest to pull these kids, you know. Finally, one day, I remember this. We were at the mall, and, and I just said, uh, I can't do this no more. So Cheryl came and got the kids and took them out of the cart. And so I had an empty carriage behind my bike, and I was going fast, too. I'm like, I'm going home. I can't do this no more. So Cheryl takes the kids. The cart's empty. And so I just start booking it home, and I hit this curb. The cart flips over, and I just keep going. People stop in the cars. What's going on in there? You know, thinking I'm dragging kids in this cart upside down. But the thing is that I only could do so much. But when my kids partnered with me, they were able to do more than what they could do. When we get in the cart, when we get faith, when we get into faith, we can do a whole lot more than what we alone can do. When you start thinking about your future, don't think about what you can do. You think about what you can do with Christ. Don't think about what you can do at your job. Don't think about what you can do with your family and what you can do with your body and your healing. Don't think about just what you can do. Think about what you can do with Christ. And the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ. All things. So that's why I can wake up in the morning and have a little hope and have a little faith and have a little excitement that, that like the psalmist says that I pray to the Lord in the morning and I wait with expectations. 
I'm waiting. I prayed this morning as I was getting ready for church, and I was praying. I said, Father, do something special in church today. Do something special. I know it's supposed to be like 109 degrees, but God, do something special. Even if we have to go outside in church and fry eggs on the sidewalk, I don't care. Do something special. And I have an excitement and an anticipation. Why? Because I have faith that the door that I'm knocking on I have faith to believe that the door that I'm knocking on, on the other side of that door, is a God who is just, and a God who is loving, and a God who is caring, will open that door and say, okay, son, let's do this. That's the God that I serve, and that's the God that you serve. Don't get discouraged because he's not answering. Don't get discouraged because you seem like God doesn't care. Pray and do not give up. Keep believing. I'm going to leave you with this final thought here. Psalm 91. One of the verses that helped me on January 5th when I was talking about earlier this morning. I read this shortly after God spoke to me. And this is what it says in Psalm 91, verse 14. Because he loves me, says the Lord. Because Pete loves me, says the Lord. Because James loves me. Because Steve loves me. Because Doris loves me. Rose loves me. Because they love me, says the Lord, I'll rescue them. I'll protect them. For they acknowledge my name. They'll call on me. They'll pray to me. They'll seek me. And I will answer. I will be with them in times of trouble. I will deliver them and I will honor them. And with long life, I will satisfy them and show them the God who saves. Just love the Lord. Believe that on the other side of the door is a God who loves you, a God who is just, and a God who will answer quickly. Do not give up. Keep praying. Keep believing. And God will do miracles for you. He will do wonders for you. Why? Because you love him and you acknowledge his name and he will honor you. He will lift you up. He will set you high. Why? Because you're his. And he is a proud father of the creation that he has made you, me. So don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Keep banging because you know that you have a just judge who loves you. Amen? Amen.